0: Welcome
1: to the Making Laps Podcast. Hello, and welcome to this edition of the Making Laps Podcast. I am your host, Brent Gleason. Alongside me is my co-host and brother, Jesse Gleason.
0: Good evening or day.
1: Whenever you're you're listening. Happy
0: Valentine's Day.
1: It is Valentine's Day. As of recording. And like every Valentine's Day, we are without Phil Jakes, our Florida connection. He is not here. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably having a lot more fun than we are. (laughs) Church, where people are saying, my God, that's tough, yeah, I guarantee
0: he's having more no fun than <laughs> <in a sweet laughs> he's actually racing, doing well home,
1: correspondence work. He's probably having a lot of fun again. playing with race cars Naturally, and hearing race cars and being around race cars. And We're not. We're watching them on TV where it's cold and freezing and it just snowed six inches for no reason when we didn't get that report earlier. They set a coating to an inch, and six inches later, and two hours of school delay after me shoveling the damn driveway. Sorry, I'm just upset with that. Anyway, we are currently watching the Flow Racing coverage of the World Series of Asphalt Racing, night number four at New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, so, if you hear us trail off at any point during the episode, it's because we're watching it or watching a replay. Or if you hear us react Ooh, or something. Oh God! Oh man! My yeah, man went. hit the wall, man. <laughs> this is sparks <flew laughs> Just that like garbage. that. There's a super late model in the oh. wall at the first race of the night. So
0: I don't know who it was that hoods up on that thing, but
1: ugh. that's okay. It's only a one car accident, so it'll only take them 15 minutes to get it off the track instead of 30 <laughs> or right. 45. Every car is 15 minutes at New Smyrna to get them baby, off the track.
0: Can you lower the hook, please, uh, and oh. attach it? to the frame on that car that's how fast they go i'll get <laughs> on it well, that's how quick that's as how quick a
1: cleanup is soon as i can all right that's yeah. enough of that but yeah, if, yeah they're not
0: in any rush in the south is, you know the
1: word. on the flip side of the coin i guess the cleanups would be a lot faster if guys didn't drive into each other or crash each other so uh, no they they can be faster with cleanup anyway Uh, we usually start the episode off with personal updates and, uh, well, Phil is fulfilling his personal updates, so he's not going to be able to tell us. And, uh, he'll be here next week though. I imagine he'll be here next week with
0: a full report from speed weeks down in Florida at uh, New
1: Smyrna. Maybe the day he went, but I don't even know if he's going now. I have no idea what he's doing. He's, I know they're working out of a shop and they're getting ready. They just ran a race at Citrus County and, uh, with, I think the SRL guys. Came down and ran there. So he and his team were down there running one super and I don't know, I didn't get the whole report. I was just kinda gleaning things off here and there. But But needless to say, he's not next week. There's
0: gonna be a lot more detail where that's coming from. Right. So
1: Okay, so. Through,
0: yeah, so what happened the uh, first couple of days of Speed Weeks? Ah,
1: we'll get into it later. we got some other stuff to talk about to All be completely right. fair with you. <laughs> we'll get
0: into that later.
1: Uh, if I had anything to tell the listener, it's that I'm really sick of working on road cars. I got my truck in the shop, luckily, before it snowed, so I don't have to clean six inches of snow out of the bed. And uh, it fit in the garage, which was a feat in itself, but I am try- I put a new master cylinder in it, because every car of mine seems to be puking master cylinders for no obvious reason. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Usually these don't go bad. <laughs> Why do I have to keep replacing these? The cold ruins everything. And over... 100- that is your life. Over 150,000 miles on every car. Yeah, it'll it'll ruin it. But, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm sick of it. I'm trying to do brakes on a three-ton truck. It weighs a ton. There's no room in my garage. It's freaking cold. I'm just over it today. I'll probably get after it another day. But anyway, I don't think you have any updates either. Not racing-related, at least. Not
0: racing-related. Everything
1: else, no one. You're not going to hear anything from us until about April anyway when it comes to personal updates. So uh, instead of doing that... Parts are slowly trickling in
0: with uh the... shipping and everything that's going on honk if you love the canadian truckers which is cool <laughs> that's it <laughs> but other than that yeah we got a lot of a lot of other problems so uh, with this country and getting things in from jags or summit or what have you it, it there it's just going to take longer than usual so uh, i'm not used to getting things organized a few months before the season starts but you're gonna have to. You got to. You got to think uh, far ahead and think tactically.
1: Yeah, I've been get, thinking.
0: Get after it. You got to get going.
1: I've been thinking about my car, and I'm like, well, you know, it's only got like five races on it from every new part that I put on it, so it's got to be pretty close to ready. Yeah, um, you really got to plan ahead this year. This
0: year is uh, gonna be one of those things that's gonna be tough logistically uh, to to plan anything with with trying to act, You know. Require parts and fuel and resources and even track dates. You just don't know. If there's one thing that we know, is that we don't know what's going to go on.
1: So I will move this up. Uh, last week, okay, we had talked about at the end of the show, Seaconk Speedway going to playoff type points. Okay, good. Yeah, I wanted to listen. I wanted to hear any kind of update about this. Well, we got an email. We did. Yes. We've got an email. Uh, it is from a listener. says, Sean Miner is his name. Sent us an email. says, hey, gentlemen, not sure if y'all saw what Seekonk is doing this year, but I'm curious of your thoughts. Well, yeah, we, we, we just don't know the details. However, Sean did us a solid. Awesome. Uh, he also goes on to say, personally, I think that they're trying to do to Darling, meaning Dave Darling, What NASCAR tried to do to Jimmy Johnson in the early 2000s by trying to eliminate domination. It's not a bad thought.
0: (laughs) It's okay. It's really not. All right. Uh
1: (laughs) Avid Weekly listener, Sean Miner. Well, thank you, Sean. And then he sent us a second email saying, don't mind me. I was an episode behind and will embrace my Darfiness. No, actually, because you did us a complete solid with your first email because he sent us the forwarded email. From Seconk Speed the Speedway to their competitors, I'm not editing nothing. <laughs> uh, to their competitors about the whole drive for the cup thing. All right. Do you want me to read it? So I would you... love nothing more. Well It might be a little bit long, uh, I didn't... or at least the highlights anyway. So. All right. So it says as a part of the new way to crown champions across all nine divisions. Yeah, even Fast Fridays or what are they called? Are they Fast Friday?
0: I think they're fast riders.
1: And they said that competitors will race in three weeks of playoff action in September. Uh, headlined by the D. Anthony Vendetti uh, Fall Classic Championship Weekend on September 23rd and 4th. Champions will be crowned there. The inaugural Seacronic Speedway Sunoco Race Fuels Drive for the Cup will keep fans on the edge of their seats right down to the last few laps, so we'll see. Um, the driver who bests three of his toughest competitors. Uh, in the results of the final race, we'll earn the right to be the champion. Uh, I guess it'll just be cumulative points until the last, what, last four races or last race? Looks like, oh, we'll race in three weeks of playoff action. Okay, so that's going to be three weeks. Now, it says the regular, okay, the regular season will begin on Sunday, May 1st and Friday, May 27th for the Fast Friday guys uh concurrent with past years the regular season format will not change drivers will compete in qualifying and feature racing and be awarded the same point totals as previous years okay heat points will be reintroduced for 2022 and will count towards the standings five points to the winner four for second i'm i'm very familiar with this they've been doing it at thompson for a few years as well uh and a lot of tracks up north i believe do that too um Again, that's not going to change. A season will also still include special event races like uh, Triple Crowns and extra distance stuff. Uh, Final season or final weekend of the regular season will be Saturday and Sunday or Friday and Saturday. I misspoke. August 26th and 7th. The field will be set across all nine divisions using the point standings from the regular season. Okay, so it's going to be like regular points tally. A specific number of top 10 points finishers in each division will enter the playoffs. Uh, apparently it's going to be eight cars for everybody but Bandoleros, and they have two Bandolero divisions. I'm pretty sure. So, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, let's see. They'll be seated based on points. Uh, number one, yeah, highest point total. Two will be second. Three, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, as part of the final main, or not the final last race, the final points, or no, the final regular season race is what I'm trying to say. Couldn't spit that out. Uh, there'll be a last chance wild card uh, for qualified cars who are outside the top eight and have attended every week of the season. If a driver meets the criteria and wins that night's feature, they'll be added to the playoff as a final ninth seed. So if you win and incentive. you're out. Incentive. Yeah, incentive. If you win, you're in after being outside the top eight going to the last final points race. Okay, cool. Once the playoffs begin, the first round will be the Elite Eight, September 9th and 10th. Uh, again, Friday, Saturday, because they run two separate nights. Drivers will be lined up for the feature based on their finish in qualifying heats. Uh, the first drivers in the lineup will be those qualified through heat races but are not playoff cars. Playoff contenders will line up in consecutive rows, so they're going to handicap them back outside the top four, apparently. Um It'll continue for three rounds. It's all handicapping stuff here. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to figure out if there's anything really that jumps out. Across the playoffs, all the general rules and divisional rules will be in effect, including tech inspection. Uh, Let's see. If a driver advances through a round but does not pass inspection, the next driver in line will be added to the next round. Uh, I have a question. Yeah.
0: So, that. To the listener's question about uh, Jimmy Johnson and NASCAR changing the rules, hmm. uh, let's see. How did that work out for
1: NASCAR? Not brilliantly.
0: <laughs> Every, time <laughs> Every time they, they changed <laughs> the rules for for the chase or for whatever the championship, Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss or whatever would just win the championship and throw it in NASCAR's face. And I loved it. I loved every second of it. I didn't care if he cheated or not. I was great because he just made him everybody look stupid, and and that's what I, and that's why I loved about Jimmy Johnson winning a the championship. They just kept monkeying with it, monkeying with it, monkeying with it. So as far as Dave Darling continuing dominance, I would say if it worked well for Jimmy Johnson, I'm pretty sure it's gonna work pretty well for Dave Darling at Seekonk.
1: There's nothing he can't do. (laughs) The guy wins at that track. He wins a lot, so I don't know if it's really going to make that much of a difference. So,
0: however the rules are are placed, unless it says Dave, unless it says in the rule book that Dave Darling starts last in every feature, other than that, he has a good chance or better than any good chance of winning the championship as the next guy.
1: Now I'm trying to figure out how they do eliminations. And I didn't read this ahead of time or take notes ahead of time. Um.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: that's pretty much my brain right now. Basically, what they're saying is that if you want to keep advancing through rounds in the playoffs, you got to beat the other guys. Fatality. Seems pretty simple, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to leave it at that because...
0: I I just it'll be interesting I mean it's gonna gonna bring it's gonna bring a lot Seekonk is one of those places that the racing is close it's fast things happen quick a lot you have to have default aggressive to race there so what this does is bring a lot of extra work to the race director and all the officials and especially tech inspection because a lot more is on the line and Mm. everybody's going to try to one-up each other whether it be on the racetrack or in the garage so they have to figure out a way how to police it now and it's going to be a lot a lot of work so we'll see how everything shakes out when that comes to fruition
1: Yeah, I mean, they they were always good at tech, and they always teched every week. I don't think there was anybody ever accusing them of phoning it in, regardless of the situation. Agreed. But I still do not like playoffs. I still don't think they have any place in racing. I still think they reward mediocrity throughout the season. But, I mean, this one almost kind of doesn't because it doesn't have – that win-and-you're-in mentality. It's all actually based on points throughout the season, and then you're seated based on the regular season finale instead of it being, if you won a race and you're 20th in points, now you're in. So this is a little bit better, in my opinion. Yeah. I still don't like playoffs, but this is better. So it's not, it's, it's not bad, but I still don't like taking and hitting a reset button and saying, okay, now you got to do it over again. Yeah, I yeah. don't like that, yeah. and especially with a lot more to lose. Yeah, because there's less uh, leeway. Yeah, you, the leader
0: of your division in the point standings, you had a great year so far. Kudos to you. Now, the now you're now the guy that finished eighth or whatever has uh, equal wing a whole season's worth of championship that you worked hard for and you deserve. Yeah, now he's a lot closer than you. Yeah. So and so and now. Everything counts on like one, two, or three races instead of a whole season's worth of work. It's just not good. I never like playoffs either. I, I, I you no know, no one, no one really does.
1: Again, if you're gonna do it, this is probably the better is, way
0: to do it. This is a NASCAR thing. This is a, hmm. yeah, it, it, it has to do with an, it has to do
1: with. Are they NASCAR. still with NASCAR? Seacock is yes. That's right. Oh, now we, you know what we should do. We should go and look at other They're NASCAR just implementing tracks. implementing it on a local level. We should go to other NASCAR weekly series tracks and look it up to see if they have to run this too or not.
0: No, because uh, I think Hudson's a NASCAR track too, and they don't have anything like that.
1: They didn't announce anything like that? No. Okay. No. I didn't know if they were going to try to monkey with it or something. I don't know. I guess it's still up to the tracks, but I still don't like it, and I don't have to. But I'm not going to be one of those people that says, i'm not gonna go watch that racing again no i'm still gonna go watch no because- I,
0: if if i ever had <laughs> time i would uh, love to pay a ticket to go watch anything at seacon it's fantastic
1: yeah it's great racing every I, single week i could get there i still work on saturdays so it's still tough for me to get there but it's a
0: better ride than even going from for us living in new london county it's it, it's a better ride than even us going to stafford and stafford is fantastic it's top-of-the-nation level racing.
1: I know. It's easier for us where we live. Yeah. It's 45 minutes to Seekonk. It's an hour to Stafford.
0: Yeah. and I, I mean, I still would love to go to Stafford. It's just even still a better ride to even go to And we're not saying it,
1: we know which day they race on. We're not saying that we would have to pick and choose because Stafford's Friday, Seekonk Saturday. Yes, we know. Thank you. Uh, just figured I'd point that out. But, um, yeah, if we're going to go, we're going to go to one of those twos. And I'm always going to be at sta- at uh, Thompson either way, so I'm going to make those races for the regardless. So, whatever. All right. So, um, I don't. Sorry, we got the uh, producer Junior has made an appearance at the studio. Just trying to figure that out.
0: What do I do, Lord? Destroy the child. Corrupt What's them the all. Part? This is their plan, people. These are First. demons. Is he not in the cup?
1: So, again, I. Is he in your I th- <laughs> Sorry, folks. Again, I thought uh, I thought that if they were going to at least do it this way, I figured it might be worth to at least give it a little bit more of a chance than just completely writing it off, kind of like check I did with, your, with right. the uh, Clash at the Coliseum. But I still came around to it in the end. So anyway, this moves us into Jess. I think we'll do it early this week like we usually do. We're going to have to queue up the music for the Darf comment of the week. And there it is. Now it's time for this week's Darf comment. This week's Darf comment
0: of the week.
1: There you go. Thank you. All right. This week, I'm going to apologize ahead of time because it's somebody who I've really kind of kept away from this because of their position. Okay. And the fact that they've been very helpful with me trying to research things for this show. However, they're going to have to catch a little bit of shrapnel today. Now... Clap on! Clap, off, <laughs> clap on! Clap on. Uh, here Stop we go. Clapper. All right, so the DARF comment of the week this week. This was in response to a tweet by our buddy, the Speedball Goose who posted a meme of Rock'em Sock'em Robots with the names Speedbowl Management on one and Sean Corshane on the other one. And uh, Nick Ferlino chimed in and said, Sean couldn't take one punch. And Mr. Corshane committed the cardinal sin of falling into the trap and tweeting this from his business Twitter, Race Day Not his personal one, the business one. Which is strike number one that's why I I wasn't going to say anything but that's strike number one strike number two was he says hey Nick you talk a lot of tough guy talk on Twitter how about you test your theory in April when you're at the track since you're such a tough Twitter tough guy show us all if the Twitter tough guy said it twice is so tough face to face there's a lot of toughs in here Uh, I'll let you take the first swing how about that Oh boy! <laughs> you can see why he's catching shrapnel this week, but you you really can't hold the attention of the readers and the patrons of your website if you're publicly challenging what is essentially an internet troll that you just so happen to know from being around the track to a fight on the internet. Super unprofessional. <laughs> There's no such thing as negative press. Yeah, I know. So but-
0: therefore. Never acknowledge negative never, comments. Never, you just, never you, do you, it. You have to brush that stuff off, leave it alone, or even poke fun at it and say, oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, know, just, be, just
1: be just an even bigger troll back. You don't, you, you don't you can't engage loo- not that en- stuff. There's no winning in it. You can't engage them. You, you sound like a jealous frat boy or something. You really... Not doing yourself any favors trying to maintain a positive image by challenging people on Twitter to tough guy contests. So I am sorry you got to catch some shrapnel and flack here, Sean, but today I feel like it's got to be done. So you win this week's Darf comment of the week, and I hope this can be a positive thing and a reminder not to feed the trolls. You you, you type the
0: stories. You're not part of the story. Mm -hmm. You can't be part of the story. You got to... leave that stuff alone and rise above it i mean we were getting just rise uh, above
1: it who cares we were getting some people on youtube throwing (laughs) some really dumb comments around and we just ignored them completely i'm like oh good for you you're thanks
0: for listening thanks for clicking (laughs) you know and and have yourself a good day goodbye that's pretty much all you can really do i think phil said
1: that to one of them once and that was literally the only engagement we gave them like thanks for the listens you don't. You can't win an f- uh, argument on the internet. You're you're not going to do it. It's not really a Darfy comment, but I just kind of had to throw one out there yeah. because nothing. Yeah. Please don't don't do it, man. No, don't. literally, no. Nothing, you're better than that. Literally, nothing met my criteria this week. Which let's be better than that. Let's be fair. We've been trying to have much better Darf comments of the week, but I've been trying to stay away from anything relating to, uh. Black people and women. So that's been a lot of those stories lately. So I'm like, no, we need something better. And I couldn't find anything better. So that's what we came up with this week. Right. So (laughs) we're not going to keep harping on that. That's it. That's the end of the Darf comment of the week this week. Thank you. Uh, Anyway, I'll go into a few little things here. Like... The NASCAR Drivers Advisory Council was announced, and I have no idea what it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is the NASCAR Driver Advisory Council? What is Is it? Is that
1: their attempt at being like a. I want some background
0: information on it. What is it? Can you please explain? Yes, the
1: drivers of the NASCAR Cup Series announced Friday. This is from CBS News, uh, probably APY or something. I don't know. Um,. Nope, it says Stephen something or other wrote this. I don't care. I'm not making money on this. Uh, They announced last Friday that the formation of the Advisory Council, a new independent group that will serve as a means of giving drivers a united voice on issues that affect them and stock car racing as a whole. In an announcement released by the group, the DAC described themselves as being committed to, quote, improving the areas of safety in motorsports, growing and enhancing the sport, and maximizing opportunities for drivers to achieve success both on and off the track. Uh, is this a union? Probably. <laughs> we want better health benefits and retirement. Oh, God, it's a union. No, um, let's see. So anyway, it's like they're they're partnering with NASCAR and its key leaders and will also collaborate with and be supported by the Race Team Alliance, which is the owners, I'm pretty sure. That represents the sports teams, so I guess that they're doing stuff. Jeff Burton is supposed to be the head of it, uh, yeah, director of the council. Uh, I don't. I think they got twenty-one. Oh nope. I'm sorry. They got seven drivers that will serve on the board of directors. I don't know if it's something where every driver can be involved. That's uh, I don't know, but they got these seven liaisons. They have uh, Kurt Busch, Austin Dillon, Denny Hamlin. Corey LaJoy, Joey Logano, Daniel Suarez, former driver Kyle Petty, and uh, they've got Jeff Burton as the director of it. So I guess uh, they're they're just saying it's going to be a little bit more helpful for clarity and feedback from drivers for the sport. People, I guess they're just trying to make sure they're getting their voices heard when it comes to safety and stuff. And you know what? NASCAR lately has been pretty good when it comes to listening to People very deeply involved in racing. Uh, I think they listen to the fans a little too much sometimes. <laughs> but, you um, know. Well, they're trying to gain new fans is
0: uh, is why a lot of these rule changes are. Mm-hmm. And let me let you in on a little secret with that. If you're going to change the rules and change the way things are run in the NASCAR uh, cup race and season and points or whatever to gain new fans, then guess what? Who Who is going to think that they have a voice? within NASCAR, it's going to be the fans and they're going to voice criticism, uh, or praise Hmm. whatever the other they have. If, if your intent is to gain new fans, then people are going to be most likely to voice. Yeah. They're going to try to uh, voice an opinion and try to influence it. I mean, when was the last time like baseball had a major rule change?
1: I don't know, because you know, uh, the others, MLBPA uh, is pretty... <laughs> I mean,
0: maybe with instant replay is, like, the latest one. There, it's a leap, replay. Loop. Uh, other than that, it's, like, either how tightly they bound the ball, the baseballs or how high the mound is. Other than that, there wasn't a rule change. since like the infield fly rule since the 1900s. <laughs> so <laughs> everything is hitter. so consistent, they gained... Uh, well, that and allowing uh, the black players to play in baseball in the 1940s, that too, right. which is a good thing. So other than that, they're gonna have a voice. They don't, I mean, and they don't really have much to complain about because baseball is consistent; it's standard. There's no change in it. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean NASCAR has it, been famously it changes within the wind. I mean NASCAR is. F- Famously, in the past at least, they've been mm-hmm. famously anti-union, especially the France family. Uh, so for this to come through, it's kind of uh,
0: it's. Well, it looks like they're backed by the Race Team Alliance, which has to do with the charter system that's in NASCAR. Well, like I said, up. they're
1: they're so. they're partnered up with them to to work Ooh. with them. I don't think they're part of them. Yeah. I think they're a separate entity, obviously. Yeah. But I don't know if this is going to have the same kind of leverage that something like an NFLPA or NBA PA or NHLPA would kind of have, but we'll see.
0: Well, not I mean, yet. If I mean, if it's based on uh, the RTA, the RTA made major moves. The charter system is a major change within that SCAR. Mm-hmm. So, so their momentum is boundless as far as what, Whatever it is they could want, I don't know what they want, but
1: yeah, I mean, wh- they say the exact goals of the uh driver's advisory council are unclear, but the group Ooh. <laughs> that was from last night. Ooh. Oh, he oh, oh, oh,
0: that's a clip.
1: Jesse's watching highlights of last night's uh, oh, well, two nights ago. If you hear this when it comes out. Night number three of uh, the 602 Modifieds at New Smyrna Speedway. It was a freaking mess. I guess they just didn't want that many cars to finish because I think they started with tw- – I'll, I'll get into it later, but they started with 23. They finished with like seven or eight. <laughs> it was
0: horrible. And they now, were are all, those all the New Jersey ones that were from last year?
1: Or? I don't even remember where they're it's from. I don't down see down any. There. Look
0: at that. There's people burning garbage. Yeah. It's-
1: yeah, they got the dustbins uh, on fire. You know, yeah, they got the fire barrels going because take you know it, it back. might be do 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 take. It. This ain't Rocky. <laughs> um, <laughs> whole... No, it's probably fifty <laughs> degrees out, and they think it's freezing. So.
0: Oh my god, it's so cold! I gotta I burn know. my garbage.
1: But anyway, <laughs> anyway, the this the DAC it presents a front where drivers can be consulted on major issues that directly affect them, like. Uh, they give an example of when NASCAR announced plans to reconfigure Atlanta Motor Speedway last summer. Drivers uh, expressed frustration that they were not consulted and did not have a say in the decision of the altered layout and the banking. So, <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I why, mean, why it's
0: the same for every driver? Who
1: cares? I, I don't know. That's <laughs> just dumb. Yeah, but if it's bad for all of them collectively, then
0: it's not. How could it be bad for all of them collectively? Everyone has to. As long as no one dies at the track. Then who cares? As long as it's a safe racetrack, what difference does it make? I mean, everybody has to run the track, the same racetrack as the next guy. I mean, yeah, I get why drivers don't like Darlington. I get why they don't like Pocono because it's hard. And no one likes <laughs> I don't doing do anything difficult. I don't want to do anything hard. That sounds no. hard. Can you make it look like Texas or Charlotte? <laughs> Or at l- <laughs> you or
1: make it really easy, like a. How deep, about like Las Vegas? Yeah, or Chicago, Michigan, and California. Kansas. Make I, it all the I, same. I just want to do gentle
0: <laughs> turn left. I don't want to do anything hard. That seems stupid. <laughs> <Anyway. Duff. laughs> Who cares? Make <laughs> them go off jumps.
1: Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, yeah. make them do the uh, Charlotte. What's it? The Stadium Super Truck track. Jesus. Those cars can do it. Jack them right up. They'll be fine. I mean, what are they going to do? They
0: can't complain about the Charlotte Roval. That's probably their toughest track.
1: I don't remember who was in part with that one. but whatever. Nobody. Don't, does, nobody was kind of within dumb. the driver's council? That's, no, that was kind it was of. So d- hard. It's a track that's so hard.
0: Whenever they do a restart, they go faster going into turn one than they would be if they were under green. And, they and then they all straight. overdrive the corner <laughs> yeah, and right. then they just eat total crap. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. So, what difference does it make? I yeah, don't know. I mean, I'm not consulted. I was a part. Who cares? Shut up. Get where he's, get- You turn left. Go.
1: That's what Bill France would say. He's like, listen, I run NASCAR. You drive the car. Shut up. <laughs> if you don't want to race here, go race somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, you can't? Aww, I get baby. why they
0: struck at Talladega. I get it. Yeah, I really do. That was that was way too fast. The tire technology was garbage at that point. Yeah, and people were they thought people were going to die. I get and it. And for all intents and purposes, they probably would have. Understandable. Yeah, I get but it. But the new configuration. What? Who cares? Whatever.
1: Yeah, whatever. Anyway, making, so making dr- me. NASCAR so drivers have a union now. Cool. All right, moving on. Next. Anyway, uh, I figured I'd mention this. Ty Majeski is slated to run full-time for Thor Sport in the trucks this season. That's pretty cool. That's pretty rad. I good like for, Ty. Yep, good for him. Uh, I believe he, he ran pretty good at that SRL race at uh, Citrus County, I think it was. Yep. I think Bubba Pollard won that, but I think Ty was swapping the lead with him quite a bit. So, so
0: iRacing.com.
1: Yep. All right, and now Stafford, they announced that the winner of the fall final open modified race will win 15 grand for that 80 lap race. Ooh. That's incentive. It's a big big payday. Remember what we were talking about pay and the modified tour was like, "Hey, hey, hey, look, we still offer 10 grand now. We offer 10 grand to win races." Okay. But these guys literally just towed down to New Smyrna Beach, Florida and ran a 200 lap race for that 10 grand. You can well, get it by staying home at Seaconk and running 80 laps for 15. Is there a better deal there or not? Well, Matt uh, Matt Hirschman, I think, won almost, yeah, I'm gonna, almost 15 grand. I'm going to mention that, that later. Right almost.
0: Now, bleh. <laughs> Sorry to bust up your spot,
1: bro. Yeah, no, we'll get into it later, but eh, whatever. I'm just mentioning it because I think it's cool. Stafford's putting in a hell of a lot of effort into getting their. Uh, tour type modified shows going, and it shows because they're doing pretty well.
0: Yep, and the quality of the events are so far up to date have been really good. So,
1: yeah, they're really refined. Yeah. They're they're just they they seem like the perfect distance for a tour type show. Yeah, eighty money, laps is really good. Yeah, money talks, and it shows. Mm. Okay, now <laughs> this will be fun, sir. All right. This is one of the reasons I did not go on the internet and find Darf comments of the week from these articles. Bush Beer in partnership with NASCAR. Are announced- you going to be a minute? No, why?
0: I was just going to ask because I'm going to go grab another beverage.
1: Oh, it's a perfect time for a beer. Okay, oh, okay so good. I will go through this, and I'll go do all the little you know, notes and stuff while you oh, grab no a beer. Is it made by Bush?
0: Anheuser-Busch, yes.
1: Oh good hey so it's pertinent info all right, so <laughs> Bush beer, in partnership with NASCAR, announced that they will have the accelerate her sponsorship program where they will sponsor women uh aged twenty one plus obviously who are in NASCAR to help them progress through the sport now the program uh let's see it again for it's for and i've I read a lot of people going. Why isn't Haley Deegan on the list? It's like, uh, she's less than 21 years of age, so Bush can't sponsor her legally, I, I suppose, but whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Not, not cool.
1: Now, the deal is through the Bush Light Accelerate Her program, I thought it was the Bush, Accel- whatever. It's Bush, Bush Light. It's Bush. And say it Bush. Who cares? Bush? It's Bush. <laughs> Where. That's a callback, oh, people. No, this is-
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a callback. Booth my- beer. <laughs> uh,
1: we're promising to provide access to... This is Bush talking, obviously. Bush talking. We're promising to provide access to more track time, more media exposure, and more training for up-and-coming female talent. Every driver will receive a direct sponsorship grant from Bush Light, but that's not all. We've redirected 25% of our yearly NASCAR budget to solely support marketing resources and brand support for our women drivers. We're committed to paving a lane for women on and off the track in the Bushlight Bush Accelerate Her program. Paving is, a lane? Oh, I get it. Get it? No. Is our first step towards a future with more women drivers. All right. So I, you want me to list off the 2022 Bush race team? Go ahead. All right. We got Amber Balkan. Is that the name? B A L C A E N. I hate it when they put an A and an E together. Uh, would you like to learn more about these people? Cause...
0: Yeah, because some of them I don't know. I don't know a lot about uh, some of them.
1: All right, so this no, one, Amber Balca- Balcane, I guess, is whatever. a third-generation driver from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Winnetob- or Manitoba, Canada. I can't, I don't know where anything is in Canada. It's all clogged up with Manitoba. Truckers, anyway. Yeah, it's in Manitoba. That's a principality. Winnipeg, Winnipeg. That's a
0: city, right? Do they have yeah. a hockey team? Yeah, Manitoba is a province. Okay, good. And Winnipeg is a city.
1: Oh, okay. And then Canada is Canada. It's next to.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I, I only know this because of hockey, but yeah. it's next to Alberta. I guess. Towards tw- towards the Great Lakes. So she's Canadian. Okay, yep. So I'm she likes maple syrup.
1: I'm surprised she can get over the border. Probably drinks a lot of Moosehead. Uh, in 2016, <laughs> Amber made Canadian history when she became the first Canadian woman to win a NASCAR-sanctioned race in the United States. She has raced for KBM, Bill McAnally, uh, and competes full-time in the Arkham Menard series. Uh, she's successfully utilized her racing platform as one of the motorsports' largest women influencers, inspiring to uh, break stereotypes and other. N- okay,
0: so she actually sounds like she may have a promising future. Apparently, so that's cool.
1: All right, cool. Sounds Whatever. good. Brittany Zamora, I've heard her name before. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, let's see here, second-generation driver that started karting at age of four. Resume includes racing go-karts, mini-stocks, and late... They Come on, Bush. There's a typo. It says, and late mode. It's late model. She is now in her sixth season in super late models, third season in the NASCAR Arca Series, and 2022 will mark her first season in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. I don't remember what team she's going to race for, but we'll figure it out. All right. Moving on the list, we have Jennifer Jo Cobb. No, James. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. No, I, I'm
0: sorry. This is for up and coming drivers. I would is that imagine what they said. I, I would imagine paving a way for for women are racing, but
1: Jennifer Jo Cobb has got to be almost fifty years old. Well, here we go. Jennifer began racing at the grassroots level of NASCAR in Kansas City in 1991.
0: Yeah, she's she's almost fifty years old. She's not an up and comer, so. Why are they wasting money on somebody old? Wouldn't you want, wouldn't you want a woman racing like, uh, that has potential? There's no potential with, with Jennifer
1: Joke. Okay. There I is just, an expiration date as a driver. And over, I mean, over a set age, it gets worse and worse. Whether they'd want to admit it or not, that's just how it is. Um, anyway, she holds... Uh, I'm not going to go through her whole thing because she's raced a whole bunch. Uh, let's and I just read through it and it's it's trumped up more than it actually kind of should be. Anyway, moving on. Uh, let's go to all right. We got I, I, I'm i really bad at pronouncing names, but this one is Tony Breidinger. Breidinger, B R E I D Dinger. <laughs> I'm sorry, she's young, it's a 22 year old. 19-time USAC winner. I'd like to know in what? Midgets? Sprints? Something like that? I don't know. I haven't looked it up. I'm just reading it from Bush. Uh, But 19-time USAC winner. Uh, She's also the first uh, woman of Arab descent to drive in NASCAR. Uh, Joined Venturino Motorsports in the 25, in the 2022 season. Apparently, she's got like 2.2 million followers on some social media. It doesn't say which one, though. Is it cumulative? I don't know. And then they list about 50 sponsors for her. Uh, I'm not going to go through those because they don't pay me. All right, Jesse, next one on the list will be someone local. It is Melissa Fifield. Nope. (laughs) You were very quick on that. Nope. Wow. All right, so um, she's a race car driver from Wakefield, New Hampshire. Now, again, these are all women who are in NASCAR at some point. And probably all just regional touring series because they don't give a damn about the short tracks and it's way too much money to pay out. There's they no were. potential. There's no Yeah, there I isn't. don't
0: care. I don't care if she's a nice girl. I don't care if there's the cult most popular driver, blah, 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 blah. And I don't care. Yeah, great. She's out there doing it. Good. That's better than what you could do. Well, that's fine. If I had the checkbook, I'd do it too.
1: Better than I could do if I had a chance, huh? <laughs> but since I don't have a chance, you don't have an argument. Right, if you put my fat ass <laughs> in a seat, I'm sure I can go faster. Whatever,
0: but we don't know unless we but try. But there's no growth. There's no. There's no progression, and that's just the cold hard truth. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, and uh, in her yeah. rookie year, she won the track so, championship at Londonderry, New Hampshire. I forget what track that is, but that Star. was in like mini stocks or something. It was a mini stock, yeah. Um. I don't know what I don't know what this is all. So
0: here. W- w- why is the money going there? That's just so weird.
1: She's a woman in NASCAR, bro. She needs the help. Um, Whatever. Allison Legacy, North South, went on to modified. You know, 2014, she moved into the NASCAR Whelen Modified Tour. Uh, okay, <laughs> who's next? Natalie Decker is next, apparently, and uh, man. I don't remember her looking like that. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, we don't I don't mean, care about the makeup artist. No, whatever, I don't really give a damn. I'm just like, man, I. I don't know if, if it just, has anything to do
0: with whatever accomplishments it is. I she, think it has to do with how many Twitter followers they have and whatever. Social it just media didn't. Followers. I'm sorry.
1: It just didn't look like her. I didn't know if they got the TikTok wrong picture and or something.
0: Snapchat. I think it's more to try to get whatever. I don't know.
1: Um, I would go through all of these, uh, things that they list for her, but we remember her for getting spun out by a tow truck. So it's really hard for us to get past that. That's like Juan Pablo hitting a jet dryer. You can't get past that.
0: That wasn't even Juan Pablo's fault. It it
1: doesn't even matter. People still don't care. They'll just mention it anyway. All right. It says she went to race last year in like, uh, Trans Am Pro Am, uh, I looked up stuff, and I could not I could not actually verify anything that they said on here. So I have no idea. So I'm just going to say that's who that is. And then they got one more, and this thing keeps scrolling on me. So I got to click back and find it. All right, uh, lightning round. All right, Stephanie Moyer. I don't know anything about her. So East Central Pennsylvania. All right. Is she uh, some
0: kind of relation to Billy Moyer?
1: Uh, her father was Mike Moyer. Moyer, because that's kind of a big
0: name out in that area. No, nah, it doesn't look
1: like it's. Uh, she looks like she's raced asphalt because there's Evergreen Speedway. There's in her bio, uh, and that's asphalt. Uh, I don't hear anything about Billy Moyer, so um, she looks like she's an Arca East series now. So, all right, I don't know anything about a lot of them. I guess that's the point of this: is to bring more attention to them. Um. You know, last week, I was actually going to bring up this point, but I didn't really want to. But this week, it kind of showed up because of this sponsorship thing. Now, Jess, it's a very obvious, obvious thing in racing that you can buy your way in. Plenty of people do it. Most. That's the point. Yeah, most of the people can do it. So.
0: Yeah, it's been that way since like the 1980s, anyway.
1: And with the ratio of men versus women in the sport and etc., we can add whatever in we want. Um, and how many people like a ratio of people by their way up to the top that are men and women. Do you think down in the feeder series, like the weekly series, if there's ever a chance for like, say a woman to kind of capitalize on the attention and, you know, these diversity programs and such to get sponsorship to come up, if there's a higher ratio of them just, paying their way in and getting the attention like some of these might have um, and not getting the results but kind of just sticking around. You know, I'm not going to uh, point any out, but do you think for women it's a higher ratio of people who buy their way in and then the people who don't get in with talent or the people with talent who don't get in is higher? Or is that just kind of because there's less women in racing but a lot who... I'm trying to put the math together and it's not really working.
0: I think I don't think it really matters whether it's male or female whether it's male or female. Uh, or do you think
1: the ratio is kind of the same?
0: I I think it's the, the ratio the ratio is always going to be skewed because the there are less females in racing. Or is it
1: just more telling because uh, of
0: because of the fact that they're women? Well, that, that has to do probably, I think, with politics or whatever. But I, I, I don't think it has anything to do with whether a person's male or female.
1: I think I'm just putting too much thought into I it. I think
0: it has to do with, you know, th- no matter what you do, y- even if you have money and suck, you're still going to... You could still stick around. But talent is talent, and, and opportunity is opportunity. And you need to have... You need to have luck, opportunity, and resources, and I don't think it has anything to do with gender or, okay, or anything like that. It's just, it's just weird. I
1: I, I know what Anheuser Bush is trying to do, and that's sell you know, beer. You know what it is, but this is actually kind of like the the drive for diversity program. Yeah, but it, Bush is putting it on.
0: It is, and there's, and by liberal standards, there is no woman of color or a transgender woman on it, so it's both racist and homophobic, transphobic. Yeah, whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Well, they have the, uh, but whatever, whatever it is, I understand.
0: But eh. But, uh, you know, there there have been lots of. There's been a few great women in racing, other than you know the iconic Janet Guthrie and whatnot, and Lynn St. James, and you know we love Shirley Muldowney. She was a that these people are really trailblazers. Because, she was a monster. Because they actually had to go against the grain and yeah. She, Shirley, oh, these are people that Jesus. actually had to the fight. They didn't have a government protected corporations sponsor them with uh programs to lift them up into racing or whatever. These are people that had to fight tooth and Yeah, nail. Those,
1: those ones that you mentioned, they had to fight a yeah. lot harder. No, Janet Guthrie harder. was no
0: daisy. No, you know, Lynn St. James was excellent as they a were road bad. racing they driver. They were
1: all three. They, and plus, Love there were so Shirley Muldown, too, yeah.
0: huge. That girl is tough. That woman was tough. Oh yeah, she had she to got- deal with a lot of it, and she ended up being really sick, legendary driver, probably top five in all of drag. And racing.
1: she did it in God, one of the most dangerous eras too. Like the other two basically did as well NASCAR and road Mm. racing and stuff super dangerous back in the 70s 80s 90s and then drag racing was wicked when she was when Shirley was coming up and just yeah she had to suffer a few funny car fires and
0: one that really messed her up you know tough thing to come back from yeah really bad stuff she had you no know, f- damage to her foot permanently from an accident in Didn't she wreck the top
1: yeah the top fuel dragster or went off yeah, track or something yeah, that was really really bad.
0: You know so they had to really go through it so and without the corporate backing of of a woke progressive whatever uh corporation so I salute them they're they're fantastic. So
1: it's making it what they went through is kind of overshadowed because it's it's made it's made the transition for these women a lot easier. I think. Yeah. It hasn't made it, you know, perfect, but
0: it's. Lucille Lee was another real badass too. Oh, drag racer, <laughs> right? Was, yeah, she was uh, part of the all women fi- the first ever all women final in 1982. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a badass. <laughs> <laughs> she Had no fear. Oh, who was, the, uh,
1: who was the rally driver? I had I had her named. I actually had her picture as one of our uh, Instagram photos. I forgot her name, though. It was something really hard to pronounce, and we all know I'm not really doing that great with that right now. But, yeah, she was a badass, too. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's been nice to see the progress of trying to bring other people into hey, the I'm sport. For, yeah, and, I'm,
0: I'm all for bringing in people into racing. Right. I don't care what they are. Get it in there. get everyone aboard. I mean by all means.
1: I would like to see the class a little bigger, but because then we're gonna get a little bit more success in there. I mean yeah, we're we're kind of poking fun at, at people who are perpetually bad. There's no other way to say it. but again, this is a, gonna open doors. I mean think about how many of the cup drivers went through the drive for diversity program? I mean, Kyle Larson went through that, and he's one of the most badass racers on the planet.
0: Yep. Uh, yep, him, Bubba Wallace, Eric Amarola.
1: Give this, give this uh, thing... Daniel Suarez. Oh, yes. Yeah, all those guys. Every one of them. And uh, give this program some time, and I bet you they'll dig somebody up who will make it you know, far enough to be extremely relevant. You know, I mean, Danica Patrick was super relevant, but once she got to the Cup Series and NASCAR, it really kind of petered off she was kind of like uh sam hornish you know just did not have a good time you know what i mean
0: uh different disciplines uh,
1: are not always applicable yeah so. it's you can apply that to a lot of open wheel guys coming to nascar and stuff so anyway yeah this program hopefully uh hopefully we can see a little bit more uh out of it in the future and uh a lot more different classes down the road like the driver diversity program has had and it's Hopefully making an impact, so that's good. Not going to complain. Again, it was just way too easy for me to like pull Darf comments of the week out of it, but I didn't want low-hanging fruit this week. <laughs> and I saw people giving Raja Karuth a bunch of shit about the Wendell Scott Award and stuff, and I'm like, why? Oh, it's NASCARs being PC again and all this other shit on Twitter. I'm like, oh, just shut the fuck up already. <laughs> Seriously? What other awards do we have? We have the Ken Squire Award for announcing or something, don't they? I mean, they have all sorts of different awards. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Seriously, hey, we got dark Comment of the Week, so who yeah. cares? Yeah, <laughs> it's just low hanging fruit. I couldn't, I couldn't dive onto it, you know. So whatever. Yep. So anyway, getting back to some racing, um, we watched the. Do you want to stick to local shit for now? Because we got something to talk about. Sure. We might as well break this up, because I'm going to go into, like, racing uh, results and stuff, and I don't think we should do that yet, because we have more pressing issues at hand here. Let's lot- set the stage. Well, don't, shouldn't we? I think we should set the stage here. Right. Now, right. would you like to, or shall I? <laughs>
0: uh, introduce it, Brent. Okay, so. It's your baby.
1: Everybody around the Connecticut area, especially southeastern Connecticut, with any ties to the Waterford Speedball at all, have complained very openly and very loudly about the fact that there are no schedule and no rules being posted yet. Now, Mitch, the social media guy who has been on the show, does a fantastic job, and he has to face all of the <laughs> nonsense that people type out. And I feel bad for him.
0: It's a thankless job for a lot of it, and it's just uh, you know, frustrating, I'm sure.
1: Yes, and I think people are starting to come around to the fact that uh, it's not track management running the social media. No. It hasn't been that way for quite a while. They usually have somebody else doing it. Oh. But there might be some other reasons, allegedly, as to why the Speedway is kind of silent and kind of quiet and not... Noticeably communi- quiet. Noticeably quiet. Not communicating at all with anyone.
0: Well, yeah. You see, I did a little bit of uh, digging, and um, I I'm not exactly speaking out of school. I don't know any. I don't have anybody in the know, or whatever. That's gonna leak information to me, or whatever. This is all
1: public record.
0: So everything that would I think. Is going on. You can find this definitely on the internet. If you have a keyboard, if you have a mouse, and if you know where to look, you can find it. Okay, again, but again, uh, it's
1: all public record. This is not us speculating. This is this is us
0: speculating. Oh, this but is why? Spe- no,
1: we're not talking. What we're going to say are facts in court and and legal documents, and that's not.
0: Well, that's, that's not, what exactly why. that's a Well, there you go. It's that speculation from us about what they're why doing. Why the track is silent is because I think everything is court-related. Allegedly. So, everything, it, it, what they have to do as a racetrack, in order to operate, they're going to have to tread lightly, and they're going to have to go through whatever the legal team is going to suggest uh, be done because they have to be very careful okay because even though the track owner of Bruce Beamer has been cleared of uh, criminal charges uh, yeah, alleging uh, of, um, uh, of sex trafficking and all kinds of other things whatever
1: he was put in prison for they, exo- they, they, they let him out they exonerated him from or yeah. something like that
0: it doesn't free him from the civil courts
1: no because he was convicted and then brought back essentially. I don't know how the legal system exactly works for that. but
0: you see, OJ was exonerated, uh, found not guilty of murder. Correct. But, in a civil case, uh, found guilty. We're not saying that Bruce Beamer's guilty or nothing. I don't have any opinion of anything on it. I'm just
1: presenting you the facts. Mm -hmm. And that's it, Jack. But anyway. And when we say facts, I can't reiterate it enough. These are legal documents that we are reading from. These are court transcripts and court documents that we are literally reading from. So,
0: yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Everything. There are numerous ongoing civil trials based on alleged sex trafficking and of a minor. Um, Again, numerous I'm, minors.
1: We have to say alleged unless alleged. actual... Factual. These uh, are
0: alleged, on upon alleged. Yeah,
1: alleged. unless there's an actual ruling by a court, we can't say anything other than alleged.
0: For example, there is a John Doe, dated uh, November fifteenth, twenty twenty one, that uh, <laughs> that has uh, alleged horrific quote, quote unquote horrific sexual abuse, sexual exploitation, and sexual assault upon which uh, there is there is actual video of, not video, but there's actual screen grabs of text messages uh, that include the following colloquially uh, his quote-unquote alleged co-conspirator Robert King to Bruce Beamer Sense, These are text messages, by the way. Sends photos of boys swimming with text. Yum. King to Beamer. Zoom in and see what I see. Beamer to King. Mm. Beamer to King. <laughs> Let's meet him. King to Beamer. I tried to get a frontal pick, but there were people behind me. Big! King to Beamer. I'm going to bring two cuties... From Danbury to the track in the RV on the 6th of August. Wings and wheels! Exclamation point. Beamer to King. Cool. The texts are merely a sample of the evidence of the decade-long sex trafficking run by Beamer and King. Allegedly! And then- tragically ensnared the plaintiff when he was a minor. So... Uh
1: yeah apparently this uh, is a this is a complaint filed by the uh, attorneys of the John Doe yes John Doe yeah uh, apparently
0: uh, yeah from fourteen to eighteen years old as a minor and there are pictures of the RV there are pictures at the speed bowl and there are pictures of the text messages and whatnot allegedly mm-hmm. so on and so forth and that's going on. Onward and upward. There's also a James Doe. There's a lot of Does. Yeah, there's a James Doe. There's an Adam Doe. Uh, This one is for the same thing. Alleged human trafficking ongoing. Uh, This date of filing is from February 8th of 2022. So literally six days before recording of this episode. Yeah. And he wants to secure the sum of 3.5 million for damages uh, for uh, sexual assault and alleged sexual assault and human trafficking. While well, he was, um, uh, quote from James Doe, affidavit of James Doe. I am the plaintiff James Doe in the above caption lawsuit. I was born February 21st, 1976. When um uh, while a minor I was sexually assaulted on various occasions by Bruce Beamer. Bruce would sometimes ask me to urinate
1: in his mouth. He what, would a sweat? also I didn't know we were going this deep. Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> oh no.
0: He would also masturbate and perform fellatio on me and then swallow my spunk? Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> oh god. You well, sit I guessed, at his desk. I didn't want to guess right.
0: Sit at his desk, eat a mint, laugh and or make grunting noises. This isn't funny, but it's just.
1: This is my. Um, it's it's nervous.
0: It's nervous this laughter is, yeah, because this is, this is disgusting nervous laughter. Uh, alleged disgusting behavior. I don't know if this is Again, real or not. these are complaint um, just,
1: documents for a civil case.
0: Yeah, I have the docket number here. You know, docket HHD-CV-19-5062220-S, Superior Court of Hartford. Bruce Beamer lured me into his car when I was 16 and 17. He asked me, what would you do for his car? And unrestricted access to beer. If he would try to get me to get other boys with them, if I mentioned someone over 20 years of age, he would say they are moldy, quote-unquote. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of this is that the uh, uh, Beamer Petroleum or uh, the motorcycle shop uh, sometimes allegedly pay uh, money for these encounters or whatever.
1: Again, these are all the complainants from the uh, civil court uh, uh or civil cases that have been levied against him very recently. Again, we gave yeah, you the dates. There's another
0: one that's dated from uh, someone named James King from February 2nd of this year Um, that are uh, uh, just filed. Uh, if you want to know, uh, there's also, on a separate note, there's, a, there's also the ongoing continuing case of uh, Ray Reed versus... Uh, Scott Harrington and uh, the racetrack for uh, I believe and other complainants as yeah, well. Other yeah. complainants for like
1: for the fight that injured him. Did the, so. the
0: fight that injured him that had uh, issues with brain damage and other acquisi- uh, bodily injury. Yeah, uh, allegations of of that and and negligence on the on the track. So that is a current ongoing case. So we won't. So the thing we know is that we don't know anything about it. Did they do if jury you want selection and, and stuff? Yet? If you want to know the schedule, oh, okay. Of we have a, I do have a schedule, but it's not of the speedball. <laughs> it is of trials. Oh boy. Uh, see, uh, there's going to, uh, the Reed case, Reed versus Scott Harrington. There is a jury selection dated for October fourth of this year.
1: Uh, for yeah, they really like to stretch this shit out, huh? Yeah, for the you want to get something done legally, wait five years. <laughs> for happened. James Doe
0: number two, there's a there's a uh, jury selection. There's two James Doe jury selections. Uh, this w- particular one is going to be of July 26th of this year. Or yeah, jury selection for that. Uh, Antonio Alaires, another. Separate case, uh, accusing allegations <laughs> of the same thing. <laughs> I, Nervous laughter.
1: I know I can't. I October thirteenth It's so
0: dry because we live in a free country, and you're innocent before proven guilty. And Correct. I cannot stress that enough. And it is civil court, and it, or it could be criminal. For now. For now. So. Antonio Allaire's the trial date is for October 13th of this year, and of uh, Daniel Topping, same thing, for November 3rd of this year. So, if there, yeah, if there's one thing that we do know about the track, is that we don't know Anything. what is going <laughs> to be going
1: on with it. There's so much. We
0: just basically That's so that kind of that is such a thin. Tread of water to try to wade through. You really got to be careful through all of that. To try to run a racetrack, and especially with any kind of things with the legal system, there, I, there's nothing you could do but wait until whatever in, information is given to that to the, to you or anybody else from whatever the legal team is. I'm not a lawyer, and I just I just find stuff. I yeah. don't know. I just don't know what it's going to mean for the racetrack, but all I know is is that the racetrack is involved.
1: It has to be by some by It's involved, uh, but
0: yeah. no matter what it is, the racetrack is involved. Yeah. And, and there's I've seen the photos. It's involved. Um some We're
1: not or... really, you know, the reason why we are oh oh oh, oh, oh. oh 24/8 shit. Yeah, that was the tour race the other night. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, excuse me. Uh, yeah, sorry, we're, we we're watching watching, we're watching
0: this. Yeah, the tour race at uh, New
1: Smyrna again. We're not twenty-four-eight shit. We're not sorry. bringing this up to drum up controversy for no good reason. We're just saying there's stuff going on behind the scenes that we aren't being well publicly told about. But if you know where to look, you can find out. Uh, so there is a heck of a lot going and on if, behind the scenes. And that- if you're
0: building a car, I suggest, hey, you know what? I love the Speed Bowl as a racetrack. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Support it. Build a car for it. If you can, figure out what the rules are. If if there's any kind of information, I know people are going to be busy. So we're going to have to wait on it based on all this information and have contingency plans in place now, just in case these – allegations are true or whatever and something, God forbid, bad happens to the racetrack. I I just don't know. I don't know.
1: Now, I believe they did put out a post, the Speed Bowl did, that they were going to have the uh, first race of the year on May 7th. They kind of chucked that out there.
0: That was in regards to to, uh, rumors based on social media. So they were responding to whatever the internet was saying, but I don't. I I just still don't know what's going to happen. I just nothing else further has come about, and it's been a a few days since said post.
1: Yeah, they said the blast off, the rumors and stuff, whatever you're seeing, it's not true. Rumor, blah blah blah. I'm sorry. Yeah, and excuse me. It says May seventh, twenty twenty two, blast off event. The last thing I could
0: say. Is please don't kill the messenger. I don't have an opinion on anything right now publicly. I don't either. Um,
1: I wait for the legal system to get done
0: doing. Everybody this is. Go- you're gonna have to let the legal system do its job. And I just want to go racing. I just that's all I care about. Uh, I, you know, I do care for any alleged victims, if there are any. I just hope everything gets straightened out, and he will have his day in court. Or should I say
1: days in court? Lots because there will be few of them. There's a lot of days in court. It looks like upcoming. So yeah, there are things going on in the background, yeah, and it's all the and
0: court days. I I don't know if I mentioned, but there's one scheduled for February seventeenth of next year. Next year, twenty yeah, three. Uh, yes, yeah. There's
1: one. Oh, there they're for, really backlogged.
0: Holy for, right. for another one. There. There's.
1: It, it's going to be
0: around for a long time, guys. Buckle up.
1: Yeah, and the way the court system is, Buckle it ba- it backs up so much that they're I mean, don't commit murder. There's a lot of motion, there's <laughs> a lot don't. of
0: motions for continuance especially based on the whole COVID thing. Yeah, and uh, inability to uh meet in court or in person, so it's just uh yeah, every if if you no matter what if you think it's going to take a certain length of time, you might as well like, multiply it by 4. Because it's going to take that long.
1: I have a great idea. Yeah. If you have a car, prepare it for, like, I don't know, Thompson? (laughs) Stafford, Thompson, Seekonk, Hudson, Well, a lot of them share the same rules. Like, mini stocks and sportsmen, they share the same rules track to track. Well, that and the act late models. And then act late models are their own thing. And SKs are SKs. I mean, everything else is the same. So...
0: So, yeah, that's one thing I'm grateful for is that
1: the rules are so close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard Seaconks a nice place. They're just having playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I love the place, but God damn it. Don't do this to us, please. God damn playoffs. Please. I don't care if Dave Darling wins 30 championships. I don't. <laughs> just, is he illegal? Yeah. Who cares? Then everybody else get your shit together. Yeah, Sorry. Be, be better. Come on. Get
0: better. Get change good. the rules. Change, get good.
1: Change the rules. Don't change <laughs> the championship. Please. Get good. All right, so um, I'm sure we'll get shit for that, or end up on someone else's website by breaking news. So,
0: well, we made um, it to 99
1: episodes, Brent. <laughs> so we're uh, here, so hey. almost a hundred. You know, we made a good run. I don't know what we're gonna do special for 99 episodes. We've been off YouTube for a few weeks because of. Uh, <sighs> Uh, busy schedule on the editor's Yeah, I think behalf, Sid's at and... Florida, too, isn't he? I think he is, too, yeah.
0: He's going to visit Phil? Yeah.
1: No. They're <laughs> going to rub wieners together? Sword fight? Sword fight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> something. Something to keep gotta, warm gotta, because gotta it's use, cold uh, down there. You got to
1: use baby oil so you don't stick together. <laughs> okay, so you got first-hand knowledge. All right. <laughs> I just wanted to make it gross. Ew. Yeah. You, you succeeded. <laughs> yeah sorry we were talking uh, nope. i'll move on there uh anyway <laughs> all right so yeah there is stuff going on in the background that they're not telling you about but you can figure it out we're sure you know there's probably a lot of different reasons so we're not going to say this is the reason i don't know there's there's probably a lot of reasons
0: yeah i just feel like this is this is why
1: yeah. There's, this is why. There, and it has to do a lot with finances, too. How much does this have to be tying up the finances with this much legal stuff going on, too?
0: Well, that's what I mean. Some of the things have, assets have to be frozen. Yeah, a lot or of times it does. they have to be carefully watched, one or the other.
1: Yeah. Like I said, monitored. I'm not,
0: a, I'm not a, a lawyer, but you have to think that while you're under investigation or while there's court proceedings, everything's going to be under a microscope. So,
1: Yeah, it's going to be tough. You
0: have to be patient with it. It's gonna to be tough, Especially for the speed bowl loyal. It's gonna be really tough.
1: Yeah, I just hope it works so, out for the speed bowl because they didn't ask for it. It's like
0: nobody working for the speed bowl asked for it either. Nobody. The general manager yeah. didn't ask for it. Nobody did. Nobody running it, the, the, the officials or anything. No one asked. No, you brought this into my house. <laughs> You don't bring heroin into my house. Mm. You brought that (laughs) into my house, man. Yeah. Oh, well. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So anyway, let's... uh...
1: Let's... uh, Yeah. Where's the boy? (laughs) No, we're not done yet. We got a lot left. We do. Yeah. How far in are we? An hour 12. Oh, we're not at an hour 30 yet or nothing. All All right. right. We got a few minutes. (laughs) So I watched the... Changing gears here. I watched the winter warm-up free stream... You know that uh, compact National Compact Touring Series type of thing uh, from the Freedom Factory, which was formerly Desoto Speedway in Florida. It's on that Cletus McFarland's channel on the YouTube's. Yeah, I heard something about that. Yeah, uh, it was the first time they had oval track racing there in like five years. Uh, so since he bought the track and revived it, that was the first oval track racing, and it was uh, it was uh, during it was actually on during the NASCAR Whelen Modified Tour event that was running at New Smyrna. So, (laughs) and you know what I was watching more? I was watching the damn compact race from the Freedom Factory more than I was watching. I had them both on at the same time. But I was like, wow, this tour race is boring. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Anyway, no, I'll go into this one, though. Uh, It was really nice to see the Oval track come back. It was formerly known as DeSoto, like I said. Um, But after, and it was really fun to watch. There are a few Northeast Mini Stock Tour guys that made the run down. I think uh, one of them won the B-Main. I believe Desmond Skillings won the B-Main. He beat Cletus. Well, Cletus didn't have to run the B-Main because he actually qualified on the pole. Ooh, that looks like it hurt. Oh. Sorry. We're watching tour-type oh. modifies at uh, New Smyrna now.
0: Anyway. <laughs> and there goes $2,000. Right front's off.
1: Maybe more. Uh, it, everything's inflated, Jess. You got to remember. That's why I said 2000 Oh, okay. Uh anyway, so it was fun to watch. They had like three or four different types of compact touring series. It was $1500 last week. Now it's 2000. Now it's 2000. Uh so they, you know, after watching it, it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch those guys. I like those those compact mini cars that you can actually do interesting things to instead. Of, like if you have a Mustang, you don't have to run the old school Mustang engine. You can run like, I don't know, a Focus engine with like a Holly Dominator you know computer and stuff. I was like, why can't we do that? <laughs> anyway, um it looked like a lot of fun. I did see and I do have a, after watching I have a few suggestions to make the program better. The safety crew they had was good. They were fast on scene, they were sufficient, but they only had like this is typical Florida. They had one flatbed to haul cars off. One. They didn't have they didn't have any wreckers like that. Like Uh-oh. a boom-style wrecker? Are we going to get some uh, birds here? Oh, I hope so. Anyway. <laughs> He's looking for him. I don't know if he knows who it is. He'd be like, damn it, he went by. No, um, but the safety crew was Oof. good, but they did not have enough wreckers. What was that? That's it? That's all you had? He kind of pointed at him once. Like, get off my lawn. Uh, anyway. <laughs> sorry, folks. Uh, that was lame. They got to have more wreckers there, but that would be cool. Uh... Not only can they push vehicles because they're faster to get car you know to do that, but they can also get cars off the track. They didn't even have a push truck there. They had to go grab a crown Vic from out back and <laughs> use the, and strap tires to it and push cars off. Not a big deal. This was you can tell they didn't have the oval track running experience. They just kind of brought guys in and didn't have the right kinds of crew. Safety crew is good, but you do need cleanup, so they had the right kind of like speedy dry, which was good. I would really like to see them put sand barrels in front of the Widowmaker, the pit exit and entrance. What did they have in front of it? They had nothing. It was just oh. a blunt wall. Oh, my God. And no one died. No oh. one No one hit it. No. Nope. oh pointing. Pointing. Or pointing. Oh, my. Oh, dear. That was the wrong finger, bro. Anyway, uh, but I would like to see some sand barrels over in 3. And then I would really like to see what they can do with bringing other cars and divisions in there because if there's anything Cletus likes to do, it's promote. And especially if he can be part of it, like, they let this, somebody gave him a car to race, and it was really good. And I guess he had a flat tire. But he does a lot to promote his stuff and his channel and his speedway. So I think it was really good for, like, Bob and the Northeast Mini Stock Tour and those guys to go down because they got, I think they had 20-plus thousand live streamers watching live. And then I looked at the view count today, and it was over 250,000 on his second channel. Quarter of a million views. That's a big audience. That was like a couple days later, too, on his second channel. So I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I should mention Shane Knipp won the feature. Cletus cut a left rear tire, dropped out. His brother Parker did a nice job, came up short in the B-Main. So uh, I just want to put it out there to uh, you mini guys out there. um, If Cletus McFarland and his brother, who is literally a dentist can be can be competitive in a mini stock without ever driving them before, don't tell me how hard it is to drive them, okay? The
0: dentist. <laughs> I'll take your teeth out, bro.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I had to take a swipe at what him. What was his name? Parker Parker. Parker. No, they're, 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 it's not their last name. It's. Uh, I know it's a pseudonym. Yeah, or whatever. I know. <laughs> it's a fake name. Yes, people, it is a fake name. It's Mitchell, I believe, is the last name. Uh, <laughs> it's a good character name. Yeah. Anyway, it was fun to watch. It was a free live stream on YouTube. Enos McFarland, that's his brother. <laughs> Enos? Enos, he should start going by that. Enos and Cletus put like the fake teeth in and like a flannel and a trucker cap on. Brilliant. <laughs> Although they'd probably get in trouble for being too stereotypical, and people be like, "You're hey, fake." Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it was great to see because, those, like I said, if they know anything, it's about to promote themselves. I mean, you don't get that many YouTube followers for no reason. So it was nice to see. Oh, yeah.
0: It. No, they're good at what they do. Totally. Yeah. Completely. It was really, more power to them. That's would, cool, man. I'd
1: really like to see a Waterford-style sportsman race, like what Phil races down there. That would be a lot of fun. That'd be dope. If they could put Cletus in a car, he'll do it. Yeah. He loves to do that stuff. So it's like, you, you know, feed the bear. <laughs> and you'll get in there. Yeah. So yeah, let's do this. All right. Uh, anyway, speaking of New Smyrna Speedway, as we're watching it now, we have a few results, uh, and I do want to talk about some of these races because holy crap, were they not great! Uh, anyway, I can just buzz. Through. You want me to even do the results just or just talk about certain things? Because who the hell cares? I don't know. We're <laughs> if you're hour- not if you're not watching the Flow Racing feed, go get Flow. I'm sorry, uh, it's 150 bucks, and they don't get to pay monthly. Dude, I up, paid $150
0: up. before Stafford came aboard and I thought it was good value then.
1: Yeah, now they have so much more. It's still yeah. $150. Like, you the, get the full season of I'm Stafford. I'm like, you,
0: you're going to give me Stafford
1: don't they have, and not raise my rates? I'm like, you Thunder- can't be kidding. That's have, awesome. Do they have Thunder Road as well? Yeah, they have Thunder Road. And they have all of the ARCA and NASCAR Whalen Modified And tour. Oswego. And Oswego. Like, Dude. What, and all the dirt. Dirt racing is awesome on Flow. Their coverage is amazing. $150. bucks, i will pay that for you. Why
0: me. aren't they paying this show? We promote them so much. God almighty. We should put an email
1: into them. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll ask for my statistics. I'm uh, done statistics promoting their then...
0: stuff until they pay me back. <laughs> we should.
1: Anyway, um, I'll talk about the tour race. How's that? Um I do want to get give a, after it. Craig
0: I, Lutz is in the lead right now
1: I do want to give a special shout out to Brad May the old man picked up the super late model win on Friday so good for Brad I like Brad anyway whale modified tour ran on Friday is that or the no, guy Saturday. from is Saturday, that the I'm guy sorry. from Queen no that's Brian Brian May yeah oh. it's not Brad May oh, it'd bad. be cool
0: if it was but no cooler for him
1: yeah Brian May actually is a I believe he's a rocket scientist like he's a physicist that works on like rockets and space stuff now <laughs> uh-huh. yeah it's pretty funny you can tell the man didn't do drugs uh so the whale modified tour <laughs> raced on saturday first off i'm so glad that they sold the house out for this event that is awesome they sold out Christopher for seeding, Jimmy
0: Blue with the crossover on Ronnie Williams. Oh, Jimmy's in the seven right now. Yep, oh. he's in the second spot. This is night four with forty-five to go. Oh, I
1: thought uh, Christopher was in that car, but it looks <sighs> nah, like they he's might got have a different one. car. Okay, I don't know. He's in a different car. All right. So, um, as for the racing, <laughs> for the tour race, <laughs>
0: sorry, people.
1: We're sorry, but. Uh, it Can seems- I just point out it was really lackluster? It was string bean, single file, and somehow, for some reason or another, the caution came out for, let's be fair, non-contenders having very soft incidents that were very advantageous to pit strategy at that specific time.
0: Oh, uh, you think they may have uh, looped <laughs> one for a few hundred bucks a tow money? I mean,
1: come on. Melissa Fifield parked it in the infield off of turn Four, almost deliberately missing the pit entrance. Come on, Uh, and then the other guy, soft spin coming. What'd she do? Drive? She go past it too fast? No, she basically was one car length past the barrels. Like you probably could have made it in. You know, it was obvious that it was (laughs) just no. Okay. Anyway, um, it. I got to mention Andrew Krause's wreck because Jesse just saw that while we were recording, and you heard him go. It was really funny. Uh, not for Andrew Krause, though, because his wreck was really hard. He got together with Ryan Priest, who was actually in the bowler number three car again. Uh, Priest kind of got him with a little incidental contact down the straightaway, and it caused him to bobble, and he caught it a little too hard and got back into Krause on his left side. Oh, and, he ate shit. Oh, yeah, Andrew we ate it bad. Oh, is uh, that good? I didn't know what lap it was because there was no ticker.
0: <laughs> Ronnie Williams going for second right it now. Had to,
1: it had to be about the three quarter mark though. The ticker did come up right after this incident and then there was big junk uh, about lap 150 on the backstretch. Pretty much everyone pulled away. There was like six cars. The restarts were fairly interesting but the race wasn't necessarily exciting. Uh, Money Matt Hirschman won in the uh, PD number 60 car. He was pulling away from Eric Goodell late. Uh, and uh, Matt tends to win a lot down here so in the uh, tour-type races. So I think he's like a three-time tour-type modified champion here at the New Smyrna. He's got like, I don't know, 20 wins or something. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I, this tr- it might be the track, to be fair. Uh, I've seen super late model races string out pretty quickly. I've seen the modified races string out really quickly. Just, I don't know, it might be the track. I, I could be talking about anything right now because we're watching the tour modified race or tour type modified race. And, uh, it's pretty strung out. I don't see any battles going on where people are actively trying to pass. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm glad it sold out. I'm glad that, uh, there were a lot of fans and every single one of them took off after the race because they're fair weather fans and they know nothing about racing. Uh, they only show up cause NASCAR is there. So, <laughs>
0: or the modified fans, I don't know.
1: If you're if you're solely a modified fan, and you only show up for for modifieds, you're not a race fan. I'm sorry, you're just not. You should enjoy all of it. You, you really should. You're just an elitist fan. That's all you really are. Uh,
0: we're we gonna have another uh <laughs> episode. Sid's down there to
1: film, is he not? I believe he's doing something for a documentary. He's trying to get interviews. Is
0: and Enler, LaRoe on the road down there, too? She
1: drove down, but I don't know. She's probably filming. I didn't know if she was or not. We're going to have a lot of really cross-content flavor on the channel now. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> Next couple weeks are we, going to be tight. Yeah, we haven't been on the channel lately, so. Um. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> again, I was going to go through the new Smyrna results and stuff, but I'm like, yeah, do you really care? <laughs> Tighten this up, B. Let's go. All right. I mean, William Byron won the super late model race
0: tonight. He did. Yeah. He did. He had the best shock package. He got some good bike coming off the corner.
1: I think Priest might have been in it, or he's going to run a couple super late model races with his car. Um, I saw, what's his name, Uh, the guy who runs trucks, but also dirt modifieds up north, Stuart Friesen. He was in one as well. Uh, There's a (laughs) There's a lot of names in this tour type field that I know, especially from up north here. I'm watching Teddy Hodgen run. Uh, Ronnie Williams is up there. Uh, let's see. I'm I'm watching the rundown here. Marcello Rufrano, Mike Christopher Jr., Steve copsick Uh, oop, this rundown just quit on me. So anyway, you got some names there. Well, next week is the Daytona 500. We're gonna have a show after that, and then I will be going down to North Carolina to take part in NASCAR country. So, who um, do you got for the Daytona 500? I have no freaking clue. Who has the most experience in drafting? Denny, I don't know if it matters because Denny, Denny Keselowski,
0: who's they're they're all pretty good drafters. Who cares? Freaking Michael McDowell won last year. How much <laughs> experience
1: draft in drafting do you need? I anyway. don't know how these cars draft. You know, I this is a completely different thing. If you if we had the old car that had a few races under its belt, I'd say, okay, well, I can give you an idea of who I think is going to win, but no, I have no idea. If I if I'm going to
0: take a a dart and throw it at the dartboard and see what lands, you know who I'm going to pick? Dale Jr. No, no, not this time. (laughs) I'm going to pick Ricky Stanhouse Jr. after he wrecks half the field and then just you know put some. Duct tape on the front bumper or whatever, and gets pushed to the wind. I think it's going to be Ricky Stenhouse Jr.
1: Well, these cars are much more robust, so I think the bumper will work pretty good for uh, them.
0: I, I'm thinking that's that's so that's my pick. All right, I
1: am done with this. Are you done? <laughs> I'm done.
0: We uh, yeah, we're almost at hour thirty. So
1: uh, good. I'm, I'm mostly done because Check. I left I left the heating vent open right next to me, and I am absolutely roasting. Which you were freezing beforehand. Yeah, so. the temperature change was. Massive Let me go get double. You can find this podcast on every major podcast platform. You can find us on Instagram at Making Labs Podcast, Facebook.com slash Making Podcast. Well, we might be back on YouTube at some point. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Brent Gleason01. Put your head on. You can find, well, you can find Phil and everyone else down at Speedweeks Week's New Smyrna this week.
0: Yeah, freezing their butt off in 50 degree weather.
1: You want to know how cold it is here? Thirteen. Yeah.
0: How about they run with a? How about they jog a half mile with a knife and then fall on it? <laughs> can someone help That's me true. find the John Cena noise so I can get it <laughs> after I say
1: something? I anyway, think. all right. So uh, you can typically find Phil down there, or you can find him at PJakesRacing Racing and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can find me on YouTube at youtube.com/slash Brent Gleason, um, and you can find Jesse. I don't know.
0: I'm delivering your stuff and I know where you live.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. All right, boy, how do we end this show? Please do it nicely for the love of God. Keep your ears, down, stay out of fence. And his name is John C. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> it's the boy's first drop. I'm so proud. All right. Okay. Thank you all for listening. All I man. appreciate it. Stay out of fence.